glory to God forever and ever. Jesus is alive. <clears throat> glory. Hallelujah. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we welcome You. We acknowledge You are God Almighty. Holy Spirit, be with us. We welcome You and, and reveal Yourself to, to those listening. In Jesus' awesome, powerful name. Amen. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. The next two or three verses, not as well known, but I'm going to read them. For for God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. He who believes in Him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. This is the, and this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who, he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. That's verse 16 to 21. <clears throat> the glorious gospel is the greatest and only offer made to mankind. It's so wonderful. It's too wonderful for us to really understand fully. And so our purpose on the earth is to mint well, to know him. That's the purpose. The glorious one, the, the the only true God, one God who's revealed himself as Jesus Christ. The previous message was the totality of Jesus Christ reveals God. You also could even say the totality of God Almighty, which is He's so vast and infinite and eternal, we can never comprehend it, has been revealed in Jesus Christ. Amen. All revealed in Jesus Christ. Everything about Jesus is reveals the only true God. We could even just start with the fact that He gave Jesus to the world. You know, the, the most famous verse is so wonderful that He gave Jesus Christ to the world. Just, just that reveals that's an infinite, eternal revelation. But there's the other side of the Gospel, and Jesus reveals it here. Let me read um, verse 19 again. This is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. I mean, Jesus says it right there. So, I've been mentioning to a few people here and there about the fact that most people will not get saved. Jesus spoke about that in Matthew 7, 13, and 14. And, and he speaks about it here. In, the, in what's arguably perhaps the most famous verse in the whole Bible, just let's see, 
a few verses later is a verse that's not as talked about much and not very not as well known of course that Jesus says lights come into the world Jesus Christ has come into the world he's the light of the world and yet men love darkness rather than light we see this throughout history and we see it today and and get this even i just heard a teaching about the millennium even in the millennium which is this wonderful thousand year reign of Jesus Christ on the earth it's all in revelation and it's a wonderful uh, thing to learn about and it's really again it's all simple Jesus returns and reigns for a thousand years on the earth there's seven years of, of tribulation there's the rapture the rapture actually occurs those who are anointed and uh, those who are overcomers in my limited understanding will make the rapture and will avoid the tribulation seven years of tribulation and then the thousand year reign and then then the end that's the end that's the beginning of the eternity after that but even in that thousand year reign when the, the, the glory of God is on the earth, men, many men, still do not repent. It says that in Revelation chapter 16. Men. So we see it throughout history. I mean, clearly. From the first person until today. And then in the millennium. If you want to look at the men, generally men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. <clears throat> and <clears throat> look at in the time of Noah. That that's a very extreme example, but it's a, it's very important that we understand. In the time of Noah, everyone on the earth had God had to des- destroy them and and to preserve Noah to preserve salvation. This reveals His love for those who will be saved. His love for the world. You know, and I've touched on this a little bit, but the deep truth of that of of the flood of Noah is is that is that men had it says men were God looked down looked at the men and saw that that every intent and uh, let me read I'm going to read it. So this is Genesis six. It's it's. Uh, <coughs> I'm going to just summarize here. Um, men began to multiply on the face of the earth. Daughters were born to men. That the sons of God, that's angels, saw the... Do- it said, now it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that's, that's the angels, these fallen angels, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. His day shall be 120 years. There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when these angels came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them, those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown, the giants. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. 
to sum this up, um, well, let me get, read verse 11. The earth was also corrupt before God and the earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth and indeed it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. <clears throat> so that's when God told Noah to make the ark. So to keep it simple, the uh, the seed had become polluted. The seed of Jesus Christ, which had descended from Adam all the way, only Noah was found to be still carrying that pure seed of, of Jesus Christ. This is the way a great man of God explains it, and it makes sense. Because the Bible is really the story of the Bible reveals Jesus Christ. The whole Bible. Every book of the Bible, every story, everything. And this, the Bible also is following the genealogy of Jesus Christ and the, His seed. And the seven covenants are with people who carried the seed of Jesus Christ, which eventually led to the, Jesus Christ the Lord. To, and this was all God's plan to destroy the enemy. The enemy has been trying to stop that seed from the very beginning. And one example is right here in Genesis 6 where he sent angels to procreate to try to pollute the seed of the human race. He wanted to pollute every person. Why? Because then that seed of Jesus Christ would have been blocked and possibly, you know, he was trying to stop God's plan that would eventually destroy him. He knew, he knows what's going to happen. Okay? This is the enemy knows what's going to happen in the end. I mean, that's just, there's an example of that in Revelation. It says the enemy knows his time is short, and so he's, his wrath is great on the earth. So anyway, God was preserving salvation for mankind. Even though man, and, and so let me just finish with this. Jesus spoke about this in John 3. Right there, He said men's, said it so clearly. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. No different from the time of Noah. No different from all throughout history. It's, it's tragic. But only by God's grace and by through the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are those of us who are saved are saved. Amen.